Ocean. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Relationship Goals, the show about relationships. You're trying to undress me. I don't even have to try. Uh, you, uh, you're Griffin Ramsey. Oh yeah, and you're Jeff Ramsey, the love of my life. We are related by marriage. <laughs> that sounds kind of incestuous and it doesn't need to be at all. It didn't need to sound like incest. Hey, do you want to know how long we've been married? Boy, do I. We have been married 4,351 days, roughly 6.2 million minutes. You know, there's one, uh, how many days was it? It was uh, 4,351 days. I'll say something about that 4,153 days. 4,351. 4, they sure have been sequential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all followed that's, each other. That's what I'll say about our marriage. And here, they, here we are. Every day, day in, day out, whether you want to or not. I said nice things. I opened with nice things. I said nice things were related by marriage. Uh, <laughs> our, our time together has been sequential. All right, would you enter our guest, please? Oh, yeah. Today's episode, every episode of A Relationship Goals, Griffin, as you know, uh, caters to, to a theme, mm -hmm. right? This, this theme for, for this episode is uh, working relationships. Not every relationship is a sex marriage type thing. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's uh, it's two people that enter into a partnership where they spend way more time together uh, than they would uh, assuming that they were naked and touching. And that's who we have today. <laughs> From Kind of Funny, we have Nick Scarpino and Tim Geddes. Yeah, you just come right up. <laughs> oh, I like this. Have a seat, boys. Thank you for having us. I like the assumption, though, that uh, Tim and I don't get naked and touched. Yeah, I kind of wondered yeah. about that. I feel like... That's a bold assumption on your part, and we've actually talked about this. That's, uh, that's, uh, I apologize. Have you ever got naked together? We've been Not boxers. fully naked. Yeah. yeah, remember when Justin Bieber did that whole uh, thing where he went... He was naked on a boat. naked on the boat. Just yeah. looking out over, like, so letting everyone see his manhood. Yeah. Tim and I decided to composite ourselves into that via Photoshop. Oh, okay. And so we got, uh... Pretty naked. Pretty naked. Pretty naked. You can see that, those online if you follow Pretty naked, kind of funny. You guys are like just shy of fully committing to like. <laughs> you gotta set the expectation where it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Moderately low. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got somewhere to go, so you can always take off that extra piece of fabric. Exactly. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe what? one day we'll be funny, but we could definitely get naked. <laughs> 100%. The dicks aren't going anywhere. Well, we talked about this dicks age a little bit, but. <laughs> They'll still be there. Mm. Exist. Gravity. Gravity <laughs> works in our favor on that one. <laughs> Relationships come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. Sometimes average. And that's okay. <laughs> as long as you know how to use it. Uh, not all relationships are romantic. And here on Relationship Goals, we want to cover all kinds of partnerships. So today we're talking about professional relationships. Your professional relationship. Yay. If you can call it that. All right, that was our uh, our house band, uh, the C Not So Sharps. Boo! <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I got more. <laughs> Terrible there. I know. It's as professional as we have it in us. But it's definitely a relationship. It's, it yeah. is something. And it's all something. shapes and colors and sizes, so white dudes with beards also qualifies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You guys look very similar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're starting a boy band. So we <laughs> thought maybe we'd yeah. tear up some hearts later. Mm -hmm. Don't the boy bands usually have like their own individual looks within the group? Well, they're also usually boys as well. Except for Joey Fatone. Except for Joey Fatone was 78 years old when he started yeah. NSYNC. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we, we run into this problem every once in a while, so we thought we'd just embrace it today. Is that, well, obviously we work together and we spend a lot of time together. And inevitably what happens is we wear the exact same shirt two out of the like five days of the week we're together. So we just thought today, why even, don't even bother. We came out of our rooms in our Airbnb and we're like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't actually planned. It was quasi planned. I walked out in actually a different shirt, but we both had, we both bought, brought our uh, green bomber jackets. Okay. And Tim was like, wouldn't it be funnier if he just, if we went to your merch department and stole one of our shirts. And I'm like, I don't know if funny's the word or psychotic, but. but cute. It's something, you know? And at the very least, that's kind of what we target. It yeah. demonstrates your closeness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're comfortable with each other, and we're comfortable <laughs> looking like each other. But he wasn't comfortable <laughs> wearing the jacket outside. Like, he kept holding it and walking around. I'm like, dude, just come in. No, because we went to lunch, and, and like, the waiter was like, um, should I be scared? <laughs> you guys trying to, like, induct me into a cult? And we're like, have you met Jesus? No, it was great, though. Like, Clarissa did it, too. We went to lunch with Bethany and Clarissa. Yeah. And they, they were a bit of a letdown like, there, though. It was a whole little troop. Well, yeah. she had, yeah, she had, the, she had a bomber jacket, but it had flowers on it. It was a floral print. Oh yeah, well it's a new spin. Mm -hmm. yeah. That way she has her own style coming through. Mm -hmm. If, if uh, just as a real quick aside, if, if you required Greg to grow a beard, is that something he could physically do? He is physically incapable of it he, without looking like a scary, like, teenage homeless person. Yeah. Does it not what, come in full? No, what it looks like is, remember when you were a kid and you wanted to dress up like your dad for Halloween and so you put like the fake beard like shoe polish on? That's what it looks like. And <laughs> just wipe it off yeah. his face, <laughs> you know? And he also like, he also embraces the look, that's the problem. So when he starts to grow out this, he'll come to work in basketball shorts and we're like, oh, yeah, that's, no, we talked about this. That is the problem. The basketball <laughs> shorts not, need to go. Yeah, that's not, Cause then that's he also wears cool. the long socks. Oh God. He's just like, if you're gonna do this, you're gonna do all of it. Yeah, like, you're like, all right, band meeting. You have to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> to come together. Plus, the, you know, the legs are so pasty white that you don't know where the leg stops and the sock starts. Ugh. So it's like, no. Oh, and they're white socks. Oh, yeah. Showing the oh, white socks. Oh, yeah. They're those, those yeah. tubes. It's, uh, <laughs> disturbing. Mm -hmm. It's fun, though. That's, That's funny. Disgusting. Well, um, one thing we wanted to know, and we've asked all of our couples, so if I'm... Don't mind us calling you a couple. We are. A couple of guys. My girlfriend would, would insist that, that you call us a couple. All right, cool. So we've asked all the other couples to tell us um, when you first knew that you liked each other. Mm. <laughs> Want to start this one off? Sure. I mean, Tim, I met Tim when he started interning at IGN, which is where we used to work. And at mm -hmm. that point, I was managing quite a few people. And so... Tim kind of figured out how to get an internship at a place where I don't think we even offered internships. They did it. Where I was like, <laughs> you're an intern? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's legal? And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, ah, I like this guy. He's a go-getter. And I'll never forget the day um, your internship was over. And I came back to my desk, and there was this perfectly typed, signed letter from him saying, like, I really appreciate the opportunity. You've been an inspiration to me. I mean, laying it on thick. Just <laughs> thick. And I'm like... This kid has what it takes yeah, it to exist in this world. Yeah, I was like, he just did it. It worked. It was good. Good to kiss an ass. That's just the way to go. So if you created your own internship, why did you give yourself an end date? So, well, the thing was, it did, I mean, it hit a point where, it, like, no joke, there yeah. wasn't really an internship program. And I just kind of, like, weaseled my way, because I'm a schemer. I do mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And um, I, I, I Strategic planner. Yeah, strategic planner. I'm trying to wipe that word out of your vocabulary. Thank you. Schemer Thank you. means it sounds like you watch your wallet, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, so uh, I did that, but then eventually they're like, all right, cool, this is going to be a legit thing. And so, like, legally, you know, legal always has to get involved, you know? They always hold everything up or cut things short. So, yeah. like, okay, you have to technically be in school. So that meant in the summer I couldn't do it because I wasn't in school. 
Ah. But we found ways around that. Yeah, we just hired and you. That was great. You couldn't but do like a yoga class or something? Yeah, yeah. some random thing. And then we take one credit, you know. Take a yoga. class at Whole Foods <laughs> on knife skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and it was great. But the moment I realized with you, it wasn't day one. Because no. day one, I was like, I'm trying to impress the, the, the suits. So it wasn't one, love at first sight. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. Strategic. Well, I was trying to be professional. I was strategic, so I was trying to find the right people to impress, and I wasn't really worried about anybody else, right? But then I found a love for this guy. <laughs> Read between the lines on that one. I was trying the right people <laughs> to impress. Yeah. So I'm working. What the hell is this guy? I was like, all right, cool. There's this dude who's undeniably the manager of all the video team. I'm like, mm -hmm. he's, he's the guy to go to. And I'll never forget the day. Me and Nick were out for our third Starbucks run of the day. And he was just like, yeah, you know, and he was talking about his employees. And he referred to the dude that I thought was his boss as his employee. And I'm like, you're telling me you're the leader of this shit? <laughs> and like, I was shocked. I did not believe it at all. And that was the moment. I'm like, holy shit, that guy made it? And I loved you for that. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> the, that was the been, moment you liked him when yeah. you suddenly we were well, talking. Because I realized I was like, <laughs> and you realized he had power. Yeah. And I was like, that guy can be doing the like, say the things that he says. And go to Starbucks the amount of times that he does in a day at work. <laughs> Looking and as disheveled this, as he does. Oh, my God. As back unimpressive. Then, he didn't have the beard back then. No, I didn't have the beard back then, but I smoked profusely. So it would just be a cigarette and a, and a Starbucks cup in hand. And if you wanted me, you knew where to find me. I was either out front or out back. And depending on my mood in the morning, if I was pissed off and didn't want to see anyone, I'd be out back. Smoking cigarettes. Did you have the, the conference room. So, are you still a smoker? No, I quit finally. Yeah, well, now it's like a fire hazard with the beard. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Well, was actually, it because it Tim smells more? It smells worse too. Did Tim want you to quit? Was it? No, like, Tim always <laughs> casually encouraged me to quit. I wouldn't say I casually encouraged you, but I would whenever I was waiting for your smoke break so we can go hang out and talk. Yeah, it was always fun. It would be time. Yeah, the, the, the problem with smoking is that like you know if you don't smoke, you very seldom have an excuse to go outside and work. From work, you know, and that, system. that stems yes. from uh, I used to serve food in college, and so when you're a waiter and you're and you're, you're in a restaurant, the only time you can get a break and rationalize it, your manager's like, "I'm gonna have a cigarette," and mm -hmm. chances are they smoke too. They're like, "Oh, cool, go." Um, That's so like good networking. It's great networking. It really is. And uh, I, I met my wife because of cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. Not my work wife, but yeah. my, my real <laughs> wife. Um, no, but she we didn't bonded because oh. of cigarettes. We did. So. Like, there's ten years between us, and uh, it was those those cigarette smoking breaks that like. Re you, I learned a lot about life. True story, though. We could have just gone for walks. We could have. Could have gone for walks. Could have not shaved that 10 years off my life. Yeah. And probably gone for walks. But It's hard to get, like, your friends to be like, hey, let's go for a walk. You know, like, nobody. It's true. It's yeah. very true. Cool. Yeah. You need because to have a goal. You know, something yeah. to do. You, you, the, know, you, yeah. you look like you need 15 healthy minutes. <laughs> Sir, you need some sun. Yeah. Let's go out for some <laughs> vitamin D. How about how about that? I'm like, nah, I'll just smoke 20 cigarettes and then go buy another pack. How's that sound? Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, you look cool. But I never had an older brother. Like, I only had a younger brother. So that was kind of where the, the love at first sight thing came into play, where I'm like, I can learn from this dude. Oh, right. So yeah. you kind of fixated on him as your, like, big brother? Yeah. Here. Yeah, at a certain point, I think he, Tim was like, look, you've clearly figured it out at this company. Yeah. Like, you're clearly irresponsible and still excelling. So how do I do that as well? Um, but all kidding aside, yeah, it was like I'd been there for 10 years, so I'm like, I can help you navigate sort of the people and, and the politics of this company. And there's a ton of politics at IGN. It's a gaming media company. It was super fun to work at. But I'd been there since the inception of the team that I worked on, and it was now 30 strong. And I'm like, I can help you understand and focus on the things that you want to do and push you that way instead of having you get kind of lost in all, what everyone's trying to ask you to do. Yeah. You know, when you work at an edit editorial staff and you're part of the video team, they, you get a lot of requests of things to do, and I'm like, if that's not what you want to be doing, you should. I'm always a big fan of finding what someone wants to do and utilizing that talent yeah. 
and making that their job. Well, and you got to be careful what you're good at, too, because you don't want to miss out on what you want to do because you get known for doing something else that you don't want to do. Very true. <laughs> Story of our lives. Very true. <laughs> so, Single white female vibe off Tim. Oh, yeah, for sure. What? Especially with the similar outfits and like a dumb and dumber meets single white female. Yeah, but you were telling me earlier that you have technically have more bomber jackets, so this is your look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The bomber jacket thing is mine. <laughs> it's it's, it's Tim's look. It's he he nailed it first. I'm the first person to I saw him wear the jacket. and I was like, oh. And then I you know when you see something and you start noticing it everywhere, and I'm like, oh, bomber jackets are cool. Yeah. And I found one at J Crew, and I'm like. I'm gonna buy a bomber jacket, yeah. and then I'll never live it down now. Mm -hmm. To be fair, these are a lot nicer than mine because I just go on Amazon and look for a cool jacket, and then I just buy them all. <laughs> it's a true story. Make sure if you're gonna do that that you order um, like triple XL because it comes in their Chinese sizes. And those are a lot smaller than than big boys like me need. That's a sage wisdom. Good tip. So you guys, you guys started a company together. Yes. Kind of funny. Mm -hmm. uh, having gone through that myself about 15 years ago. Uh, it is not an easy thing to do. You have to be very careful the people you pick to start a company mm -hmm. with, otherwise you end up with Bernie. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh, I did. Fortunate. Uh, Fortunate that is how, uh, how did you know you guys wanted to, because it's a major undertaking. I'm assuming the first year of Kind of Funny was 15 hour days, mm -hmm. blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Uh, you see your work wife or girlfriend, I guess you're the girlfriend, I guess, uh, way more <laughs> than, your, than your real one. Um, <laughs> How did you how did you know you wanted to devote that much of your life to each other? Yeah, it's more of an intense relationship than just a friend. And how how do you how do you weather it? Like cause the first year of Rooster Teeth, Bernie and I didn't speak. Yeah. We had yeah, we had a lot of we had to have a lot of tough conversations, I think. I think that was kind of the key to a lot of this was really like put aside the ego, put aside the bravado, put aside the fear, and like we need to talk to each other on a real level yeah. and not be afraid to hurt each other's feelings or say what we want. And I think that's how we came to the conclusion, that's how I came to the conclusion that I wanted to leave the company and try something new, was that I was like, I have been here for 10 years, I've done everything that I can do, I'm now standing in the way of other people mm. who should deserve to you know, take their passion and, and get rewarded for that at this company, so I wanna go do something else. And then I, Obviously, saw a little bit of myself and Tim from the second yeah, he came through. Yeah, um, <laughs> there you go. And so I was like, in a mirror. "This is exactly <laughs> a taller, skinnier mirror." Um, I'm like, "This is a guy that that resonates with me, right? This is a guy who, uh, to put it in Fast and Furious terms, is ride or die." And I look for those ride or die people. It's silly to say, but I look for those people. How long until we got into it? I'm so Five I'm so proud of us. We, we, <laughs> ma we managed podcast. to mention Fast and Furious and everything. We've you mentioned it before we even started. I was like, mm -hmm. "Wow, this is the second go. time in." I told you yeah. that Fast and Furious was going to come up, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> it happens. Wow, um, family. But no, but that's really important. It's it's the same in every relationship across the board. It's like if you don't have someone that's 100% dedicated to it, yeah. it's going to get really hard because when everything's easy, it's easy, right? Yeah. But when everything gets hard, that's when you have to prove yourself to each other. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where I think that these guys, you know, Tim and Greg, and when we started, Colin was with us as well. Um, I would look around and be like, okay, I can go to war with these guys. Yeah, and I think the war is the important part because it, like, every relationship is about communication, you know, and you need to be able to do it. But that doesn't just mean agreeing with each other. Oh, communication. Yeah, that's no, it's an impossible. <laughs> uh, but for us, I feel like it was the moments where the few moments that we fought that like would really make us realize yeah. that we appreciate each other and each other's views. Yeah. Because again, with the age difference, like he grew up wanted to make movies. I grew up wanting to make Rooster Teeth. Yeah. You know? So right. it's like I grew up with the internet. 
Um, and it's like that was the type of thing where we couldn't see eye to eye. Yeah. With that type of stuff, because I'm like, you need to have personality. You need to talk to the camera, and you need to do all this. And you're like, nah, man. Like, we're, we just know that's not how you do it. And I was a shithead kid who thought I knew everything. Sure. You know, and he was a shithead old dude that thought Still he knew everything. So yeah, actually, moving not moving on from that, but what you were saying earlier before we move on, um, how did that change? Because you guys started off in this sort of position where you were sucking up to him, but then now you're collaborating, well, that's a totally different dynamic. Yeah. Absolutely, it was, but I think it was those moments. It was those moments where we realized that neither of us are right and both of us are wrong at the same time, but mm-hmm. it, we need to listen to each other yeah. to understand why and where the other person knows more than we do. Yeah, it's a, it's it's, a, that's hard to it's kind that, of that dirty C word, that compromise word, yeah. right? It's that, it's that, for me it was actually, it wasn't difficult, but it was a realization that I had to come to. Where I was like, here's a guy that came to me as a mentor, right, in a relationship when he was younger. Um, and then it started switching over to a collaborator. And that's, since I'm 10 years older than he is, that was, I had a little bit of a hard time with that, right? And that's where I would start pushing my agenda a little more like, I'm the guy that should know this because I'm older. But after a certain point, especially when we started the company, it almost like leveled the playing field. I'm like, well, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm not passionate about every aspect of this business. The fortunate thing is he's passionate about things I'm not. You know, Greg's passionate about things that that he's not. So we work it's, it's one of those things where you go, I'm going to take my ego and just kind of try as much as I can to leave it at the door because I know 30% of what it takes to have this company succeed. He has the other 30%. Now Greg has the other 30%. We're close enough to 100%. My math's not great. Close enough to 100%. To get, there's another 10% of Kevin in there yeah, somewhere. Uh, always there. But it was hard. It was hard for me. And honestly, uh, my other, you know, the other love of my life, my wife, was one that helped me through it where she's like, you just, you know, you got to let some stuff go to get more important things and like yeah. swallowing that pride and saying here's a guy that's 10 years younger than me but we're in his world for the most part I should probably listen to him and I should probably rely on what he has to say because he lives and breathes this stuff you know a perfect example of that is he talks about wanting to be rooster teeth clearly we've patterned a lot of the things that we do um, off of being inspired by what you guys do Didn't mean it was like you know we look at that and go wow. <laughs> I mean I would I would literally just follow you around all the time and you don't know this but I watch you sleep um, you're an angel um, but that, that in and of itself is one of those situations where you're like, you got to just kind of take a step back and like rely on the guy that is a fan first and mm-hmm. then, you know, is my business partner. Yeah. So. I think a big example of that is like, well, we had a, a core conversation that happened that really influenced where we are today was we were still at IGN. We just started doing the podcast. It wasn't a business yet. And we're, it was called Game of, it was just the Game Over Greggy show. Yeah. The YouTube channel was youtube.com slash Game Over Greggy. Kind of funny it didn't exist. It wasn't a business. And we're like, we need to, we're going to take the next step. We're going to give this a name. And we brainstormed and came up with a whole bunch of different names. We had a spreadsheet of like pros and cons and all that stuff. And like we had some great names like Mouth Pudding. I wanted Mouth Pudding. We also had Pigeon Patrol, but it turns out there's a PigeonPatrol.com if you go to that. And it's like the (laughs) California Pigeon Patrol. It's actual legitimate Pigeon Patrol. Yeah. 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 So, but I came, I'm always the type of guy that I'm like, all right, I want to name things like they are. So when people hear it, they know what it is. Yeah. And I was like, what are we? I'm like, we do so much stuff. I'm like, we're kind of funny. That's really all that we are. <laughs> and I was like, we should just call ourselves kind of funny. The URL's available, the Twitter's available, right. this and that. And I was just like, we're fucking naming ourselves kind of funny. Yeah. And he just blew a gasp. I was like, we're not naming, we're not setting that expectation with everyone that comes That's not a very high concept. bar, though. Kind no, of it's funny. a terrible it's, bar. It's not a, I'm sorry, but kind of funny is not like, doesn't sound like you're really shooting for the moon. No, it sounds <laughs> like we're, we're like, Meh, I guess you can hang out with us tonight. Well, that's his really his argument, though, he's like, that's not a thing. It's not rooster your teeth or source fed or buzzfeed and he just started going through well i started things. going through names that were actually clever and creative but um 
But like, you know, names that you would think like are hit on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny is is very simple and it's very clean. It's very, it's there, and obviously I lost this battle. Uh, <laughs> so you're still not on board. Well, the, uh, actually, <laughs> where this is coming? From. No, no, no. I I, I like the name. It's just for me. I, I wanted like I was looking for something that inspired me and wasn't just because we got the, there was a URL that was free. <laughs> Turns out getting URLs harder than you think. Mm-hmm. So all the names that I had, I was like, nope, nope. Pigeon Patrol. Who the fuck has? Oh, right. So <laughs> there you go. But yeah, but that's another one of those, like, again, going to the compromise. I'm like, how much does it really mean? Like, how much is, is this fight worth? Is, is this hell really worth dying on for me? And, like, the other guys in the group are like, we like it. And I'm like, well, then that is our name. That was yeah. a hell worth dying on. Because it's not yeah. worth. For sure. It's really not, for me, worth the two other months of me going, like, I don't have anything better, but, you know. Yeah. It's like, you got a good idea. I don't like it, but everyone else does. Let's roll with it. Let's see where it goes. It's like uh, Rooster Teeth, we were almost called Set Sail for Ass. Domain was taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great name. Well, and, but I've heard you guys. <laughs> My old aim name. <laughs> you guys rumble over the Rooster thing, at least years ago, back when it was newer, like being like, well, was that really like the best name? Because it was a, based on a joke. No, Rooster is a stupid name. So is Achievement Hunter. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, Dumb fucking names. Well, Achievement Hunter, I guess, is specifically about achievements, and you Dumb. guys do more than that. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to know what you're going to grow into, too. Sure. Because you start something at the beginning, you've got the seed. You don't know what kind of shape that's going to take. Yeah, I mean, well, now Kind of Funny is a thing in the same mm-hmm. way that those other things I named are things. Yeah. And when we sat in your your house and we're like, we need to make a logo, we need at least something now. It's like, what if we did a smiley that was just kind of smiling? Yeah, it's like, a little that fits. And we did it we as called a, it the Jeffrey. a mock-up. <laughs> and then it just... It resonated with people. I'm like, fuck, I guess we're stuck with this thing. Yeah. Now people have tattoos. I'm like, that's Yeah, crazy. once someone gets a you tattoo of it, it takes on its own trajectory and then you just kind of have to hang on. Yeah. <sighs> I like it. I think that I'm, but I'm a fan of the same thing, like having something that's clear, you know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. As far as branding goes. But mm-hmm. it's important. Not to argue with you. <laughs> there's yeah. No, no Megan, that's, <laughs> I, can't, I think I love the brand, obviously. I live and breathe it. It's just one of those where, like, there's also a little bit of, I don't know, there's a little bit of uh, ego built into it too that I couldn't come up with anything that I thought was particularly amazing. And so I'm sure, you know, there's me going like, I'm going to defend my stance on this a little, even though I don't really have any ground to stand on. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that, the key. that is totally an ego thing though. Yeah. The ego, you, you, it's not being wrong is like death to your mm-hmm. ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot, and most people, you know, myself included, like I have to be honest with myself, sometimes when I'm wrong, I double down. And oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to defend this because I don't like being wrong. And it's like, are you interested in. Figuring out what's right, or are you interested in winning an argument? Because yeah. that's what you have to, and that's every, that was the first year of this business, too, of like, of me letting go of that control that I'd had prior to that because I managed a team of like 20 people, of like being able to say, no, I don't like that, no, I don't like that. It's just a matter of like going, you know what, I gotta trust you. Yeah. Just do what you're gonna do and know that we're gonna get to where we need to be no matter what. And well, how, how much would you say you regret that decision now? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, if I could do it all over again, <clears throat> it would just be me at the top. Well, and I think in those situations, we have. In him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you have a whole team of people too, it's easy to say, "Well, I'll tweak that." That, but when you just like a few people, mm-hmm. you have to think about the time they spent. Yeah, and you can't be a dick about everything, right? Can't. Yeah, and you can't insert yourself where you don't need to necessarily be, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis, like I am the kind of person who, I would look over everyone's shoulder during an edit, like we were talking before this, and mm-hmm. I'm well, that person. I'd be like, "Well, just that, that, like that's two frames off, right?" But that two frames and going back and forth for that maybe five or 10 minutes over the span of a week or a month or a year is like, that could have gotten a lot of shit done and yeah. let that person just figure it out for themselves and develop their own style. Um, and so that's been fun too, because now that we're growing, we have more people that are editing and making content and watching. 
Like once you can sit back and just watch, then you can actually see them like grow as as creators. It's really really cool. Having said that, it would still change everything that they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have you have <clears throat> time to kind of have more ideas. Well, yeah, and, th and that's that's part of the fun too. Is that you know for the first that's that's actually probably one of the challenges of what we do is for the first two years it was all us, and so now that we're bringing in more people, it's about. It's almost there's almost a guilt factor where you're like, am I allowed to have fun? Yes. Am I allowed to go do something cool? Yeah. Like we want to. Like Tim and I always come up with harebrained short ideas and like music video ideas that we want to do. And I'm like, can we just can we just do this? Like is that cool? And there's no one stopping us because it's our company. But then we're like, oh maybe we just uh, we gotta check on those promo ads and all this other stuff. And we yeah. like invent work so that we can't go do the fun stuff. But but creating more stuff is work. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard because when it's you start to when it's fun, you do feel like wait. It's, is this work anymore? Right. Yeah. It's weird walking that line because, I mean, being inspired and continuing to do it and getting excited about the new ideas is important. But there is a danger in like picking and choosing only the fun things and then like neglecting some of those other things. Yeah. yeah. Hard. And I mean, what's interesting about what we do is I'm at least still at the point where everything is still fun. Like, I like creating. Oh, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. Like at any time, point, none of us go to work. Let's be honest about this. We're not curing cancer here. We're not. We're, we don't have real jobs. So like when when I go in, my whole job every day is to do a podcast and listen to these guys talk about is a hot dog a sandwich. Um, I'm like, this is not hard. It's just you're laying that foundation for something, and then you do get caught up in like, fuck, it's working. Like, let's not screw with it. Let's not yeah. mess around with it. And that's not like. You know what I mean? Like you have like an extra two hours. You're like, I'm just gonna double check all the other stuff and make sure yeah. that the ship is sailing in the right direction instead of getting up on the mast and like reenacting the Titanic that scene with Kate Winslet and what? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, love that scene. That, that's the thing. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, oh, no, it's, it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, you finally said you put it off forever. Third grade. So Nick, you tweeted um, yesterday or today about your work wife, mm -hmm. Tim. So. Yes, um, is there some jealousy with your actual spouse? As no, as like no, my wife no, loves Tim. Yeah, and she, my wife's also fiercely independent, and so uh, more often than not, she's like, "Oh, you're home." Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll just go. Yeah, she's like, so what do you think Tim's doing tonight? Uh, some, no, but I do get, I do get the occasion. I'm like, hey, there's a new Marvel movie out, and she's like, that sounds like you should call Tim. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the nice thing about the work wife. You can, like, offload some it's, of the less great. desirable yeah. movies. Yeah. So I get to see, like, the cool indies with her, and, like, we spend time that way, and then when it's, like, Thursday night, at, like, 7 p.m. showing, she's like, go have mm -hmm. fun, have some yeah. popcorn, go with the boys, and enjoy that. So, yeah, my I mean, my wife loves it, and she... She, we, we went to Vancouver uh, last weekend to see a project that Greg was working on, um, and we were, it was me and my wife and Greg and his girlfriend, and we came back from it, and she was like, wow, that, it really felt like we were spending time with family. And I was like, that's a really, that's cool. She's like, I, I'm really glad that... Tim wasn't the, there? Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> God totally throwing it off. No, but yeah. she, she loves, like, it, it's cool that she, she's like, your friends, you've chosen your friends wisely, and they've chosen their significant others wisely, and I think that's... That's really, she was really, it made her happy, which I thought mm. was good. It was a nice compliment for everyone. Yeah, you guys are all healthy and happy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, healthy is. We're, we're healthy. I mean, well, we, we drink a lot of Coke, but. We drink, we eat a lot of crap that. food too, but uh, yeah. but yeah, mentally, yes, we're all, we're all, I think, in a good place, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody ever said that about you? That you chose wisely? Uh, why? Well, there's Melly. Yeah. Mm. Um, actually, <laughs> no, a lot of people like you, a lot. When I told Gus that you and I were getting engaged, he said, uh, I think that's a terrible idea. Well, it was actually, if I look at it now, it was, it was probably a terrible I would idea. caution against the way yeah. we did it, sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Gus thinks everything is a terrible it's idea. True. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah but when Gus fell in love, he was all like, 
Little yeah, but Gus is Gus is, a, Gus is a unique individual. Like, I don't want to make, make this whole relationship goes about Gus, but there was that time that I went into, we lived together for three and a half years. I walked into the living room one day, came home early from work, and uh, Gus was there with this, like, little Where's lady. Okay. And, uh, <coughs> and, uh, human woman. Trying to figure out a, a non, she was a human woman. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, oh, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Who, who is this? And he goes, oh, this is my girlfriend, blank. Mm-hmm. That was not her name. Her name is not Blanca. I assumed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and I said, "Oh, how how long have you guys been dating?" And he said, uh, "About a year and a half." Like, cool. Li- living together for that entire year and a half, I'd never met her. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. He's a he's a weird. He's unique. Yeah. Yeah. Things different. It's a little different for me and, and my girlfriend mm-hmm. with the whole thing because I think that it, it does it definitely causes issues, the whole work thing, and I think it goes back to the work is fun at the same time. Oh, so right. it's like, there's only so many times I can say like, oh, I'm so busy, I have a lot of work to do. And then she sees me playing video games or doing stuff that's like, it's legitimately work, but. Rewatching Fast and Furious for the 18th time. And it's just like. the new movie's coming out, it yeah. came out last week, right? But that's what's hard, cause she loves it. She loves uh-huh. it so much. And like, I'm lucky enough that I found her right when we started Kind of mm-hmm. Funny. So she's been there from the beginning of this whole chapter of my life. And she's been great, and she's super supportive, and she loves Nick, she loves all the guys, but it does reach that point <laughs> where, where it's like, like, all right, but when are we going to stop? Yeah. Is she local now? She, yeah, she is. Okay, yeah. she graduated yeah. college. Yeah. And, yep, yeah. yep. But I feel yeah. like that's also, n- and, and not to, like, tell you the future or anything, but, like, I've been with my wife for 10 years. Like, we've been together a total of 10 years, married five years, living together for five years. After a certain point, like, you guys just moved in with each other, and, like, you're in that nesting phase, which is great. But maybe one day, I'm not saying she will do this, but maybe one day she'll she'll give you the same look of like, you're good. We spend yeah, that time. And I mean to be fair, she does though. Yeah. Like she definitely gives me the freedom to to do what we're doing because she knows that. But it's important to have the QT. Have. Yeah, you gotta have the QT. Yeah, you need that QT. You have that QT. Are are you at a point where your significant others watch your content still? Yes. I don't think my wife has ever watched anything that I've made. Yeah. And occasionally I show her something, like a child. Shows his parent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you think of this? And she's like, eh, was good. Yeah. And we'll walk away and I'm like, ah, oh, this is as much as I'm going to get from her. Yeah, I'm in total opposite position there where she, she is not part of this world at all. Mm-hmm. Like, no video games, no internet videos, none of that. And when we first started dating and she heard about all this weird shit, she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see this in a making fun of me type way. Mm-hmm. And then there was one time oh, early on in our relationship, we were hanging out and uh, we were drinking and... She got a little tipsy, and she was just like, I need to tell you something. And I was like, oh, God, what? Like, I was like, this this sounds really The whole football weird. team? <laughs> and and, and she, the coach? She, she, was like, she was like, I watched, like, maybe 100 episodes of the Game of Regretti show in the last couple weeks. And I'm like, really? And I was stoked. Because like, none of my ex-girlfriends ever watched anything that I did, ever. So I was like, I was just super stoked that anyone would give a shit. And she was just like... Like, I, that's how I heard how you lost your virginity. That was a weird story. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it just feels weird. I feel like I know so much more about you than you know about me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how this goes. We do. But the thing is, she never stopped listening. And like, it, to her, it's like, like, oh, I just get to spend more time with you. When she's at work, yeah. she just gets to hear us talk. Do you ever get in trouble? No, because I'm pretty good about saying things. Mm. Like, I, I, I try to live my life fairly, honestly, and try to be as genuine as possible when it comes to this stuff. So it's like, I'll, mm. on camera, I put my heart out there, and I'm going to be honest about this stuff, because yeah. it only hurts you if you're lying. I'm sure if my wife listened to our podcast, I'd get in trouble more often than not. Do you but. think that's true, it only hurts you if you're lying? Because white lie is usually meant to soften 
the blow a little bit, right? Like, well, yeah, but in, even if you're not lying, there's just certain things not to say on a two-hour podcast. You know, if you I, can't I, give I all the context. Figure that out. Yeah. Right. That anytime, goes- anytime I've gotten in trouble has been because I'm telling a story and then someone interrupted me, which I know you guys probably can't imagine someone doing. Um, but then I don't get to finish the statement. So oh. I only said how. You can't dig yourself out of the hole you exactly. were. Exactly, yeah, because then I can't come back later and be like, hold on, I didn't say that last part that made that not racist. That, <laughs> so that's when you just got to pull me and be like, hey, remember that time code? Yeah, cut that out. That's back cool. when I used to do the RT yeah. podcast, I would every day get a call or text from my mom the next day yeah. with like a list of grievances. You know what? I take back every single thing I just said. I get in trouble every day. My mom recently, in the last year, learned how to use the internet, and by learned how to use the internet, I mean she can search for Game Over Greggy show on right. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Every day, I yep. get a text that's just illegible. It's just like, <laughs> that was wrong. That's not how this happened. Like, just oh my oh god, I can't even deal with this. I, I stopped. We recently did a, a documentary about tattoos where I mentioned some stuff about my childhood. I got yelled at for like 15 minutes by my mom. And now, when this comes out, I'm gonna get yelled at by my mom because she's gonna it. say. That she wasn't yelling at me, right. and I made it sound worse than it was. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, okay, but in her defense, and in everyone's defense, <clears throat> you guys have a, more of a platform to say whatever shit you feel like, mm-hmm. and we don't like don't always have on the other end, you know, a way to get Fire back. Fire back. Just being honest. Yeah, it's true. It's it's a weird it's a weird relationship we have with with the people that watch, and like it's a weird job that we do because it behooves us to be real. It behooves mm-hmm. us to actually say real things and connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there is like I've. I, of course, my wife is supportive of what we do, but I, I do worry that sometimes, like someone will say, "Hey, do you know your husband made this like weird joke about your relationship and how you like pat him on the head some like sometimes yeah. and tell him to scurry off?" And I wonder that that's going to affect her. But you know, she's she's she has faith that we're we're all doing the right well, thing. That's better than like somebody coming up and going, "How how's the UTI?" I heard Nick was talking <laughs> a whole lot. Right. Yeah, there's there are that's certain a, lines that. What I'm a double saying. whammy to go from a yeast infection to a UTI back to back like that. That had to be terrible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's something that I think if they're attracted to you at all. And I mean, and you're the kind of person that is putting yourself out there, putting it out there. I mean, it's something you get used to over the course of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like with Jeff, he doesn't really have a lot of a filter. The main, it doesn't bother no. me so much in podcasts and things because I know like that's the context of that. It's like the in-person, well, I'm talking like this about something. And then he's yelling back every answer. <laughs> so, mm. so it's like, it only really bothers me if I have to sit there and like. Deal with it. I don't know. Maybe it's the, my generation because we were born on the same time. Yeah. That don't make a scene. Oh, it's not a, you a can't scene. make a fucking They're... scene in an empty park and we're the only people within Somehow, 100 feet. People can still always hear you. Nobody, you're like, <laughs> I'm whispering, why aren't you whispering? It's because the fucking squirrels don't care. Mm. I think that's, uh, there's also a part of me or like whoever I am, it's deeply ingrained in me that I just really, like my wife is very opposite of me, right? She's, she's not on social media. She's very like, what's not prim and proper, but she's like, let's not make a big deal out of stuff. And there's just something that sees that and goes, oh. I have to pick at that. Yeah. So I have to be, I have to say that like stupid comment that I, that's only funny to me a little bit louder than I should, that I know I should in the restaurant just so the waiter can pick it up and make you uncomfortable. Mm. I don't know what it is about me that, that gets off You like off to agitate. That. that is you in a nutshell though. It's I just, just to agitate. It's, it's the thing where it's just like, hey, we're doing this ad read. Here's the one rule. Here's the one thing you can't say. And he's not trying to, but he'll say it every yeah. time. Every oh. time. <laughs> because I think it's funny. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> 
It doesn't sound like they're not trying. It sounds like you've just, just given yourself like an excuse for life. Here's the deal. It's funny in your head. You know it's going to be funny out loud. Boom. It's always funnier out loud than True in your head. Fun. Even if it's only funny to you, it still deserves to be said. See, Plus, I'm Do you think that it has to be you funny cut out people titties to and cunt it? or whatever? That's, that, it's a joke is, if other people laugh. I don't even think, it's not him thinking it's funny. I really think that he just gets so tripped up about thinking about it that he just, it just comes out and then he's like, shit. Sometimes... <laughs> They can't all be gold. Sometimes you got to just keep going through the shit until you get some of the. And sometimes you pile it on. You can't exactly. move past exactly. it until you say it. Got to get it out. Yeah. Got to get it out. Yeah, it's like, it's like out a, a, everybody a, can move. bowel. Move you know? forward. You just got to, like a kidney stone, got to get it past no matter how painful it is, and then you, you feel great. I hope I'm never yeah. old about yourself. You're gonna. But be- everyone else feels terrible. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think honestly. <clears throat> it's just a matter of weeding the people out that can't deal with you. Yeah, what are you supposed to be, just, the feelings police? No, you just yeah. get, get rid of all those people that can't deal with you. Well, I was that's actually uh, it was a concern of mine because for so long I was I produced content, I was always behind the camera, so my, I never put my opinions out publicly. And so when my wife, my wife met me, that was the guy that I was. You know, okay. and then five years later, six years, seven years later, I decided to be this, I'm like, I want to be an internet personality. And uh, <laughs> she was like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this. Like... She trusted me, but there was probably some part of her brand, though she'll probably never admit it, that was like, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But so far, so good. Yeah, working out. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's hiding from the social media. You think that's it? So she uh, doesn't have to be associated? Uh, that's super, probably a good part of it. Yeah. But I also, I, <laughs> I had a conversation with her the other day. I was like, why don't you want to be on Facebook? And she goes, I feel like Facebook and Twitter, like, pit people against each other more often than not. Like, I feel like she's, she's, she thinks that... You would, she would just get caught up in the cycle of like either judging people or being judged, and she's like, I don't need that energy in my life. I'm like, yeah. I guess that's a, there's a point to that, because I like, I mean, obviously Twitter, like the, when you check your followers and things like that, it, it does feed the ego, and you, you know, there's a certain sense of like, you know, pleasure you derive from that, and like she's just like, man, I'm good. Yeah, it is kind of a weird thing that um, that can be a real motivator, but then it can also kind of go the other direction where where you want to hide from it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think maybe just a, a energy and attention, too much attention sometimes can just do that to people. Yeah. Kind of freak you out a little bit. And that's the thing I was gonna come back to actually, because you're mentioning like, she trusts you to interpret your relationship in a public way. Mm. But the people who are interpreting it on their end, mm-hmm. that's like where you don't always know if, that people are picking up on your joke or the thing you said about your wife and it's all in good fun. There's off, there's, and the more often than not, there are people that, that, that do misconstrue that, unfortunately. And they, you'll see it and people are like, wow, he's, did he really say that? Or, and most of the time it's self-deprecating. Most of the, I mean, I, I would never, like I very seldom will like disparage my wife because I mean, anyone that knows our relationship knows that clearly she's the winner in this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clearly she, she chose poorly. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, I usually keep it in terms of just. But I but I also like, I also think there is something important about you know telling people the real dynamics of a relationship because we don't really have like if you think about mainstream media or you think about watching like sitcoms, is that reality? Mm-hmm. Is at the end of every thirty minutes we solve all of our fucking problems and then we walk away and we're all happy forever. We have perfect kids and perfect life and our parents come around just at the right no that's not reality right so I don't know why my parents yeah. did that. <laughs> I don't know my they dad's jerking off two dicks yeah. by himself cross country skiing yeah, yeah just pole vaulting um, but that's just not reality and so you have to have a little bit of like, you have to open yourself up a little bit and of course there's going to be there may or may not be some consequences to that but yeah. that's that's the job we've chosen that's something we talk about on the show a lot actually it's been sort of the, the theme of it is that you 
relationship goals, this idea of like, oh, they're the perfect, 10 years, that's such a long time. For a lot of people, 10 years is like, they can't imagine being with anyone that long. Most people in California, yeah, they're done after like 10 years. <laughs> right, so they look at you and you're like the example for all relationships or whatever. So, and I think you're right, like there is a tendency, I think, for people to, to smile and never ever show the negative or make jokes or even bring it yeah. up, you know? Well, I think yeah. that's part of the, I mean, this podcast is kind of a response to that idea of other people viewing your relationship and ascribing their own opinions to it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we get, Griffin and I get hammered on social media with the hashtag relationship goals thing and about how everybody wants to We're be. here to set the record straight, so. It yeah. used to be, Nobody look up to it us. It used to be, but, uh, when I get married, I want to have a marriage just like you guys, and now it's, I wish my parents were like you guys. <laughs> which is super depressing, but. Like, I don't want to be like you, exactly. But we used to get like like you guys like we get it constantly like you're you're our example of a perfect couple and we are so fucked up and half divorced all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but we figured we needed to make a show about it. That, I mean that's interesting though like going to what you're talking about with the social media and with with her not using it. It's like the flip side of that with the same amount of people that are saying relationship goals. There's the same amount of people looking at it that are like, oh these people are trying too hard. Mm -hmm. It's like everyone just needs yeah. to judge all these other people and the com compare themselves mm -hmm. to the whole situation. And it, when you put something out there. People are going to see it and they're going to react a certain way. And it's not just your significant other that you need to think about. You know, yeah. like even though my girlfriend's like totally cool with, with me and trust me on, on camera saying things, like my friends sometimes will say things that I'm like, oh, that's totally fine to say. And then I'll get phone calls that are like, hey man, like that wasn't cool that you did this. Like infamously, one of my best friends that uh, she was the girl in high school that I pined after. And I was like, mm. she's the one, you know? And then eventually I realized, like, no, I am totally creating this falsehood that I'm only going to hurt everybody, right? It took me many years, and it took Nick helping me through that. As it does, yeah. Um, but then eventually... I, I was there myself in high school Yeah, well. we've, all, yeah. we've all had that. But we've it hit a point crush. where we're now, like, it's really, weird you really were good friends. High school, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not officially. Creepy. It was just like, hey, I'm Showing here to teach sex ed today. How's yeah. everyone doing? I'll never Look, get on our show. mentor. <laughs> on our show, we did a topic about the friend zone and does it exist and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And I told a story that was nothing but positive about her. Made it all about me being an asshole, me fucking up, me prescribing all this to her. And yet I still got that phone call that was just like, I just can't believe you would talk about our relationship that way. And then since then we've talked, so I'm now okay to say it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because, yeah, we, we do draw a lot of people into our lives. Even our other friends, even people that we know that work at IGN, that will occasionally comment on, and, and you have that one part of your brain where you're like, should I have said that? Like, yeah. does this person want that out there? Or yeah. does this person want even the hint of that out there? So it's, it's very weird. Well, and it's also, you know, it's your perspective in a relationship. And sometimes I think people, hearing you tell, like if I, all the time with Jeff, he'll tell a story and in my head it's like happened totally differently. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel the need I've got to jump in. And of course, like it's not, my version is never as entertaining. But you know, like it's every person <laughs> sees. not this, as colorful as his. <laughs> right. Well, everyone sees the same situation a little bit differently, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to relationships because your perspective being like pining over this girl is something was different in your mind happening there than she was yeah. probably even aware of. Yeah, and, and that's what makes it so complicated is even though the point of me telling this story was not about her. It was about like, hey, it was like a message well, it was about to your, people listening. It was about your personal like, hey, growth when you If were you're going through yeah. this now, just know that my experience says that you should probably think about it a little bit. And yet, she all she heard was that's not how it happened. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. 
You know, I mean, we, we're all, I mean, we've all been on the other side of it where you're listening to a podcast or something and you just want to scream at the two people on there because you're like, that's not how that goes. What happens all the time for me, like looking at YouTube comments, which, you know, you shouldn't do. But then oh, when, God, no. But when you do, it's like, I didn't even say that or like, oh, you missed the part where I said this or whatever. But. Yeah, but then there's occasionally where you look there and you're like, yep, no, I said that. That was a stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this kid's that's, right. That's a Nick like, Scarpino move for sure. Uh, but you have to, do, I mean, like, that's that's what am I, it's not a favorite thing to do, but it's, it's, it's I think it's cathartic to look at comments and be like, oh, I did screw that up. And then, like, you have a choice. Like, should I respond to this until the kid is right, or should I just gloss by it? And more often than not, I'm like, shit, you're right. This kid's right. You know, like, I, did, I said something stupid. I, I did something wrong. I misquoted someone. Or, like, as you do, we're like, because we can't be mm-hmm. the fountain of all knowledge, and we don't have, like, a producer in our ears saying that was wrong, fix it right now. Right. Well, know? plus it's Fact like, checker. I'm assuming it's similar for you guys, given the amount of content that you put out, especially in the podcast arena. We talk for hours, four to five, six hours a day, five days a week, every week, 30 hours mm-hmm. a week of just verbal vomit. Yep. You're going to say something stupid at some point, and it's going to get glossed over because you've moved on to the next thing, and then the next day you've got another five hours of conversation mm-hmm. to have. It's, it's impossible to self-edit mm-hmm. in that way. And not screw up, or even try. I don't even try anymore. Yeah, no, you don't try. <laughs> <laughs> That's the try, magic of you. Try at work, <clears throat> try in my marriage. I just don't try. <laughs> you, you got a great shirt on, though. I want to. I want to compliment you. Look at it, so textury. Oh, thanks. It's fantastic. Yeah. Griffin bought it for me, uh, and I was too fat to button it. <laughs> not anymore, so. though. Not anymore. I, that's why I was buttoning it earlier I to see, if, see have I lost enough weight to button my it shirt. Worked. I did. It worked. Nice. See, those, those are hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that shirt I'm proud of you, though. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if you're, you're... She likes to buy clothes that are slightly too small for me and go like, no, I didn't fit you last week. I don't know. It's just <laughs> the size you tell me. Yeah. So maybe I love you maybe guys. your size is different now. We have to some, acknowledge that. Buy you some fucking clothes today. Okay, fine. So, can I ask you guys a question? Yes. How many hours a week do you spend together at work? And then do you hang out, like, in in the wild? All of them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends, too. Sometimes it's, you're talking just a normal 40 to 50 hour work week, but then sometimes, like, you guys aren't trying. we're here, well, (laughs) year three. Well, that's the thing, Uh, work week, though. Like, that's, like, what counts as actual work. Right. Mm Because then after work, there's still work. There's still dinners. There's still figuring out stuff. You're on your laptop in the living room. Yeah. But, you know, like, this is a perfect example, right? Like, we're around each other 24-7 now because we're in Austin shooting with you guys. We're staying at an Airbnb together. Like, he woke me up this morning and was like, are you up? And I'm like, I'm in my boxers. Let's just pretend this is not awkward. Um, but did how did he say it? Like, what kind of tone? Well, was I saw it? he was up, but you know, <laughs> I'm always up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it's 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 one of those things where yeah, you're around each other a lot, and you have to you kind of have to like uh, pr- like not my prioritize, but you have to moderate that a little bit, and you have to be careful. Like especially on trips, I like to just I have to set boundaries and be like, I'm gonna go back to the hotel myself. I'm just going to go back to is my he, room and just relax. Does he get clingy? Is that what's He's usually in the bed when I, when I get there. It's awkward because I'm like, I don't remember giving you a key. I, uh, <laughs> where did you get this? I, I will say anecdotally, there's a light at the end of the tunnel in that. For the first like six or seven or eight years at Rooster Teeth, we were you know, 15 to 17 hours a day and then we were the only friends we had so we would then go to the movies on the weekend and all yeah. that stuff. Now, I could go three weeks to a month without seeing Matt Pullum or Gus. See, that's that's crazy. Uh, it's awesome. Crazy to me. But the thing is, it's great. And it, you can be that can like, be your future you too. Talk, Nick. But like, the, I don't believe anything that you're saying. Well, because, how dare you? Because it's, you, you say all this stuff, but it's like that. None of that happened. And like, you're, you're the type of guy that's like, all right, 
hey, do you want to walk the extra mile to get that coffee, the third coffee that we don't need? Well, I enjoy your company. Like, oh, you do guys that. do take little walks together. Oh, yeah, yeah we do. Oh, that's oh yeah, we still do. <laughs> well, I figured it out. I actually, I legitimately, I was getting figured out that I'm like, we can just go for a walk and get a cup of coffee. So yeah. and that's just as fun as smoking 40 cigarettes on the way to the coffee and back. So but like, we go to lunch together every yeah. single day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we you hang out in the wild too, not but, like, just specifically oh, yeah. us. Though. Oh, yeah. I am not the whole group. Gus and I used to go to lunch together every day. I haven't been to lunch with Gus in eight years. Oh my God. You should call Gus tomorrow and ask him to go to lunch with you. Oh no. He'll probably. (laughs) A, he would say no. He doesn't like getting rejected over and over again. B, I learned my lesson. Yeah. I'm gonna beat my head into that wall. Uh, but that, that brings up a question I have actually. So you guys, you guys spend that much time together and you have these little moments together. It's mm-hmm. so sweet. When something really good happens to you, maybe not even work-related, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, you step on the scale and you lost a few pounds or... Are we talking about you again? No, no, no. Or like <laughs> you look down and realize your dick grew or like whatever like weird thing you don't expect. Okay. Is it, We're in who, fantasy world here. Who do, you, who do you tell first, your work spouse or your... If it's dick-related, probably your, your wife. So that, that's hard because no. since I'm with him so much... Nine out of ten times, the good things happening with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he already or, gets the news. Like Tim is very much a a like he's glued to Twitter and to all the social feeds. Mm-hmm. So if anything good happens in the world or anything that like like if we get a retweet from someone like famous or something like that, I won't see it for an, like another six hours because I don't check it all the time. Tim's my he's sort of my pipeline to that. Right? Yeah. And so I'll walk into work and he'll be like. You know, I just see his eyes. I'm like, dude, we got retweeted by The Rock or something yeah. cool like that. And I'm like, that's a fucking amazing news. Um, but then there's also a, a little part of it that, like, what we do, we understand completely. But that doesn't necessarily extend to our friends or our actual significant others. And so my wife, I could be like, this is a really cool thing that happened. And she'd be like, I'm very happy that you're happy, but I don't necessarily get the, the grandeur of it. Like, I don't I, understand why it's that important to you, but of course she's happy that we're happy. Yeah. Whereas Tim's like... We're, yeah. we're fucking winning, and I'm like, yeah, I believe you. You know, I don't really get it either, but because I'm old. But um, so yeah, I think more often than not, we'll we'll share that too. And the same goes for for bad things as well. So like when when bad stuff happens, we have that that built-in sort of support group where like we're all in this together. So if something goes wrong, or we screw up a sponsorship, or a podcast gets published to the wrong channel, and then all of a sudden this wave of like you're idiots yeah. gets pushed over to us, we're like, <sighs> breathe. Yeah. Let's get a cup of coffee. Let's figure this out yeah. and go. My and girlfriend go. is the first person, though, that when she? when things happen, that I'm like texting. I want to make sure that she's updated because she is super supportive yeah. or super. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's a bad thing, well, she's she's, still she's more in the know than my wife. Well, I mean, as she, far as like and what she we was but like she's so invested in it and like seeing how it's grown and like she's she's a part of it. Where it's like it's cool and that she feels wins when things happen. Do you think that's partly awesome. because she's been like paying attention to the content and everything too? She's sort of maybe. Absolutely. And I mean, like, this is so corny, but it is what it is. Our whole entire shtick is that we are just four best friends at mm-hmm. a table talking. And we, we refer to the audience as best friends. And the whole mm-hmm. idea of that is that everybody that meets each other can be like, oh, we relate about things and we could be friends and we can all be friends and have a conversation that, you know. And my girlfriend's uh, thing of watching all this stuff and being embarrassed about it is a perfect example of she knew so much about me. I didn't need to be weird about that. We just had things to talk about. It is, it is a little, not in that respect, but it is a little weird in general. I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking, that there are people out there in the world, hundreds or thousands or however many, what have you, that know as much about your life as your mom probably yeah. does. Yeah. And you've never met them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such an odd thing. But it's also really cool because every once in a while someone will meet you and be like, you said this thing on a podcast, a hundred podcasts ago that changed my life or inspired me to do something or made me want to quit smoking or something something to that regard and you're like, I don't remember saying that. 
but that's fucking awesome. Like, that's great, you know? It's great, but doesn't it make you a little bit nervous as far as, like, sure. any offhanded thing you might say could start this reaction in somebody? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. And, but that's that's where the responsibility comes in. Like, you mm-hmm. do, yeah, we talk, we say a lot of crazy things, and we joke around a lot, but there is a responsibility I think you have to not say something that you don't necessarily either A, think is hilarious, or B, believe in, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't, like, I, I wouldn't go out there and say things that, like, or encourage people to do things that I don't believe in, I'm good or bad, you know? Struggling with this term responsibility. <laughs> That's the same as the compromise word. Remember that one? We talked about that in the last segment. Did you write that down? Uh, when, uh, let me ask you real fast. When uh, something good happens to you, uh, I don't know, maybe it's chainsaw carving related, something. or, like, All right. something with your boobs, or whatever good happens to you, uh, like, like you have a great nipple day or whatever. Oh, right. Am I in the top? I don't know if that's a thing. Is that? A th- Am I like in the top five of people you tell? There are different nipple days, as far as I think. Sometimes, like anyway, this is a tangent. Man, I saw. <laughs> is the be- that was going to be the best we part? We saw. Of the- <laughs> we no, well, we had these these old hard drives that had a, a, like all the pictures of our daughter <laughs> when she was a baby and our wedding and stuff that uh, were uh, we just didn't have have a way to access. So I finally bought a drive enclosure yesterday. I don't think I. And I put it going. in. And I was looking through, and I saw all the pictures of you birthing our kid. Your nipples were crazy right. when you were having. <laughs> this is not something I wanted to bring up. Uh, no, so like me, you've got normal human nipples, but when you were pregnant, it was like it was. No, your whoa. body just gets fucking crazy. It was insane. I remember in that moment, the midwife brought the camera, and she's like, "She's gonna want these," and I was like, "I don't. I'm conscious in front of you, telling yeah. you I don't need photos no. of this process. Like no. I don't need to remember it." She's like. She doesn't know what she's saying. Just and you're standing over me, taking photos of me, naked in a bathtub, looking worse than I've ever looked in my whole life. You, Nobody listened the, to you me. You were glowing. <laughs> Do you when you look at back back at those pictures? Are you like, yeah, I was right. I don't want to see these. Or were Can you I, like, that's pretty cool? Nip- Actually, <laughs> I'm not thrilled that, that that I don't care. Like, I guess it's cool. I'll that put them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> you wonder what it's actually going to take to end this. That will be like the moment. The moment. Yeah. You I can't see moment. vagina. It's covered right. up. The, on the positive side, though, we so we had those just shoved in a door, like broken laptops and things that had photos. We didn't, weren't sure what. Mm-hmm. We got broken into a few years ago, and they took our desktop. And I was sure that those photos from the birth were on that desktop. And the, the fact that they're on this like laptop makes me think that these might be the only copies mm. and that I don't have giant nipple photos. Oh, I, sent those, I sent those around a lot, a lot of people. <laughs> no, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, did asked, I specifically asked for those photos never to be taken. And now they exist digitally and potentially anywhere. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but no, to answer yeah. the question earlier, you can have good nipple days and bad nipple days. Yes. Shout out to that, man. Did love know is that. love. Did not know that. Also, Dick's age, I found out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, balls get, like, they drop, right? Like, yeah. you just, your balls just get longer. Your dick gets smaller. Griffin asked me one time if I would consider getting a ball tuck. A ball tuck? Yeah, which wasn't a thing I thought was real, but... I was just asking, like, well, would you ever get... I wasn't asking, would you please get a ball tuck? I was (laughs) saying, like, wow, would you do this? Like, just a... Yeah, whatever you need, Hypothetical. No, I'm not asking... (laughs) What if I got, like... What if you just get, like, a clothespin and you, like, fold from the back? I don't like... Nobody will ever see it. No. Just get like a piercing that you can put yeah. like it's a... It's the fashion yeah. over function of yeah. balls. I yeah. feel like that would work except for the one day you forgot it was in. You're like, today I'm going to start doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. You get that. Plus it would get sweaty in the little crease. Yeah, you're you asking for inspection. I'll use gold bonds powder. That's true. Yeah. You guys are problem solvers. That's what I like about you too. Yeah. This is a good time to change the conversation. 
Since you two spend so much time together, we wanted to quiz you on a few things to see how well you actually know each other. In this segment that we like to call, How Well Do You Know? That was our uh, that was our house band Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. For those of you listening, I don't know, man. The more way that goes on, the less raisiny they are. <laughs> so that's what he was listening to. That was good. You got me. You got Thanks. Me. I like that. Thanks, guys. Okay, so we've played this with our couples before. We're gonna play it with you guys. We want to okay. see how well you know each other. Oh, okay. Like so, a newlywed stuff. Yeah. Bump, yeah. Bump, yeah. Like the dating game. Uh, something tells it's me the relationship goals. <laughs> when I know who's gonna win this one. I have a feeling Nick knows a lot more about me. Than really? About I think me. you know a lot about me. Yeah, the thing is, I know a lot about you, but yeah. there's certain random trivia things. Let's see. We'll, we'll see where we net out. All right. Here. This is my Nick hand. This is my Tim hand. Okay. I keep score. Okay. That's what I'll do. Score everything. That's what I'll do. Are we going one at a time, or are we doing all? Oh no, we're gonna go at the same time. Same time, and then you'll reveal your answer. It'll just be like a generic question. Got it. You guys write the answer you think the other person. Would say. If yeah. you like the questions, I came up with them. If you don't, it was uh, Muriel. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay. Let's start with an easy one. Favorite color? What is Nick's favorite color? Yeah. Nick, what is Tim's yeah, favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they got the game. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? You just yeah. sniffs over. You gotta do it. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. I've killed no. so many. This is so easy. Tim, you know the answer yeah. to this question. Wow, you, right. you're stalling. You have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, you wrote it immediately. Oh, I know no, exactly. This his. might be the most obvious answer. <laughs> this is the All right, let's see him. Blue uh, okay. and Heather Gray. Is blue That's your favorite color? 100%. Correct yeah. answer is blue. Yeah. Heather now, Gray for you? Blue really actually, I didn't, I didn't write the descriptor here. It's whatever the most annoying color blue is. Oh, <laughs> obnoxious. Like obnoxious blue. Color. Yeah. Cor- Neon, yeah. fluorescent, whatever you would look at and go, no human being should paint a car that color. That's the blue his cards. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Do you pick a lot of the merch things? Because you mentioned earlier that you have terrible oh, merch. The reason that uh, Kind of Funny is color is blue? Yep. It's me. Yep. The Kind of Funny blue? That's he literally idea. sat over my shoulder and was like, no. And I, I would keep going into the more annoying color. And he's like, yeah, it's getting there. That's a true story. <laughs> I was like, we need more, it needs to be more vibrant. It needs to be more striking. He's like, Tim, are you we, kidding me? We, here's a. Because <laughs> you can spot it in a crowd. It was, it was, yeah, it was, and then it's you go dry that's still burning you in your eyeballs. Yeah. Here, here's an aside. We painted our house blue uh-huh. and spent a long time figuring out the paint colors, months and months and months, finally mm-hmm. did it, painted the house blue. We're literally looking in the front yard at it the day after it was done, going like, it's good, it's good, it's a good color. And the mailman walked up and went, painted your, uh, painted your house Facebook blue, huh? Ooh. <laughs> and now I can't stand See, I'm a Twitter totally. blue guy, not yeah. Facebook blue. There's key I'm a, I'm a I'm a dull gray guy. I'm a neutral Heather gray. gray. A Heather gray? Heather gray. Heather gray. Heather gray guy. Heather gray is the best shirt. It is, shirt. and he wears uh, it all the time. I don't think everyone can pull it off. Uh, well, Nick Scarpino. Okay. Charcoal. You don't have to be everyone. You just have to be charcoal. Nick yeah, you're more of a charcoal too. You yeah. don't wear a lot of Heather. Not anymore. Okay. Well, let's start with another one. Are you guys clean and ready? Oh, we're clean. Done. <laughs> well, ready. Where were you born, or where was the other born? Mm. I think this might be too easy. You have to... <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Boom. Are you San Francisco? Riverside. Yes, there, there he is. All right, yeah, there you go. All right, right. Uh, t- well, technically, 
No, I was born in Fontana, but Riverside's but close the, enough. It's not about where you yeah. were. This yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. hospital, yeah, right. right. Yes, yeah. Oh, wait. No, so were you, where was the hospital? Or you the lived hospital there. I was born in, but yeah, but I was driven back to Riverside, where's where my house was. Yeah, I was Riverside. That's close. Yeah, that's close. That counts. I'll that do my self-credit. That counts. Yeah. Because I, when I talk about where I, where I grew up, it has it's not where the hospital was. Mm. Yeah, no, no one thinks about. I've never, I mean, I've never been back to Fontana. I think I've driven through it once or twice, but that's pretty much it. Couldn't tell you where it was on the map. Okay. So. How far away is it from Riverside? Uh, twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Um, ready? Yeah. Your middle name, the other's middle name. Man, I'm, I know more than I thought I would. I feel like we need harder questions. Shit. I don't think I know this one. Uh-oh. I book his flights all the time. That's why. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a middle name? Yeah, it's Robert. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, that's a good I did not know that. Tim is taking the lead. Taking the lead. Taking the lead. Nicholas Are you keeping Michael track? Scarpino. I am. Yeah, that's what it's so Italian. Italian. Okay. There's only one middle name that all Italians have. It's Michael, unless yeah. it's their first name. If mm-hmm. you could, if, uh, if you or the other could have only one type of food for the rest of your life. One kind of food. You guys go to lunch every day together. Yeah, I, well, I mean, the thing is, like, the answer is I don't even know how to. Well, I know your answer. Yeah. We've done numerous podcasts. This is your chance to this. catch up. Yeah. I'm putting points on the scoreboard on this one. <laughs> this is a long answer. <laughs> Tim, you're nailing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your answer? Burrito. Amen. Amen. My answer is protein on lettuce or hella hard boiled eggs. Nailed it. Oh, All you're, right. high, you're yeah. a high protein, Love it. low carb guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next question. Which always is a fun conversation at every restaurant you go to. How <laughs> old was your significant other when they lost their virginity? How old were you when you lost your virginity? No, your no. significant oh. other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other significant you guys other. Are the, you guys are the couple in this. Okay, so we're, okay, so yeah. how old was he when he lost yeah. his virginity? Oh, oh, us two. Yeah. Oh, okay. not like, I was like, shit. Yeah, gotcha. that's I complicated like, later. I was like, I don't like to think about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want. To, I think, I, I know I the think we're both going to be close. I think it's this. I think it's the same age, actually. Oh really? You guys matching? First time having sex? Maybe. Ish. First number's right. Mm. <laughs> I said twenty. I said twenty-one. Is that right? That is right. That is right for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's me as well. There you go. There Late you bloomer. Go. Late bloomer. Both of us. We let we enjoyed love. Oh, so wait, Nick got that right. right. I got it right. He got it wrong. Got it wrong. So you How guys long? tied up again. You guys were nerds. We were <laughs> fucking nerds. <laughs> we were. When did you? At what point in your uh, relationship did you have that conversation and find that out about each other? Uh, I think we did a topic about losing our virginity. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. So that, that's where that. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the most interesting topics because like I, I feel like all of us around the table were very similar. We were like, yeah. I weird. waited a long time, and by waited, I mean the opportunity presented itself <laughs> yeah. later in life than I had liked it to. For me, you were. How old are you? I was nineteen. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's a good age. It was all right. Twenty-one's a little too old. You know what? Like junior, senior in college. Twenty-one I is. 19. I imagine that there's a lot of pressure. I was at that nineteen. Point. Were you? Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Yeah. I lost. All right. I'm wrong. I'm. You okay. forgot. I was nineteen. I'm sorry. That sounds like bullshit to it's me. It's not bullshit. You can watch the top. No, of the no, game I, be, I believe you. I believe you. I was 19. I might have been projecting oh, yeah. when I hit 21. Yeah, I was something different. All right, so I, I'm what losing his, again. What was his name? <laughs> Stanley. You don't say names. Like the power shows. drill. Yeah. Yeah. That's an old. I'll give you the point anyways, though. He right. still deserves the point. Um, okay. Worst injury. Shit. Worst Tim doesn't injury. do anything physical. I know. <laughs> you, he had to have hurt himself. I've hurt myself. I've told stories. You should know that. Wait. Wait. Yeah. 
Did I ever tell you about the dude I was in the army with who broke his dick? Oh, is that no. possible? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even know what that feels like, but I can kind of imagine. He showed it to me. He showed it to you? Yeah. What did it look like? It looked like a crooked dick with like a <laughs> goose egg on it. Is it crooked oh. forever at that point? Is no, that how they get it was crooked? bad for like eight weeks. He just straightened they, out like a balloon. How did they get, so some dicks are crooked? Yeah. Pointing in a certain direction? Mm-hmm. Is that something that, I just assumed it was like frantic masturbation in one direction. Probably. Is that what it is? I think there's an element of that. <laughs> Probably. Really? That's why I've, I've made sure since I mean, day I'm, one you it's hands. Yeah, absolutely. I'm left handed. I'm left handed. I would say my dick favors the left. It's not like. If if I want to make him hurry, like if I'm kind of sick of it, I will pull to the left and it'll. I just it, pull to the left. I really? Do. Yeah, because it's like drift. trained. That's it's trained. What do you mean if you're like, sick of it? Now I'm just like, God, this is taking forever. I want to watch Cheers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Golden Girls. It's because I can't family. fucking concentrate <laughs> awesome. when Cheers is playing <laughs> in the background. Mm. That Ted Danson does it for me every time. We've been watching it obsessively. Cheers. It's so cozy. It it's holds up really show. well, actually. There's something so lov- lovely and nostalgic about those old shows. Where yeah. you're like, I know there's a ton of them. It's not going to run out. And I remember this one kind of, mm-hmm. you know? And the jokes are so, like, predictable. It's, like, yeah. really calming. Very mm. well written, though, that show. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm a big Frasier fan. So the question was? <laughs> uh, his, uh, Nick's worst injury, your worst injury. Oh, yeah, worst injury. I'm just saying everything. He's super creaky always. <laughs> That's 100% true. true. I, I don't think I've ever met somebody that just like has the weird... At all. He Sorry. needs Tums, or he needs like an ankle brace, or he just needs like <laughs> some <laughs> emotional <laughs> support. Like, um, every day it's something. I, did you hurt your lower back one time? Really bad? There was one, that one time I fell. You like couldn't walk yeah. for like a week? That's the only thing I could think of. Oh, yeah, when we did the bike thing. That's yeah. a good answer. Is that the right. worst injury you've ever had? It's not. It's not. Uh, that's the worst, worst injury. injury. Worst injury was uh, when my PE teacher forced me to do yoga because I grew up in San Francisco, and mm. that's what they do. Um, yeah. And they're like, hey, Tim, you should do a handstand because I was talking shit. So I did a handstand, but pff, I can't do a handstand. Went mm. straight down, broke the old clavicle. Ooh, that, that's, that's, that's the worst. All right. That sucked. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of a yoga injury before. I have had yoga. Well, not a lot of handstands okay. in yoga. Headstands. Yeah. Headstands, if you don't know what you're doing and you go into it and you put too much pressure on your head, it'll collapse your uh, your top vertebrae. I had it. I pulled like all the muscles back here once doing that. Yeah. So I was like, because I was getting into it, I'm like, I feel great. This feels good. And, you know, you start feeling that like strength, and I'm like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this, and I just, I did it the wrong way. I put all the pressure on my upper this head. Is yeah, it's too dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> Stay away from yoga. Mm-hmm. Couch surfing, way easier. Um, okay, favorite movie. That should be easy, right? Yeah. Mm. Done. Is it the same? No, but I know his. You were talking about how um, everyone who watches your content, you refer to as best friends. Yeah. Are you going to make the bomber jacket so everyone can dress the same as you guys? We need to. Yeah. we got to make that a thing. Just walk over to Joe, right? Yeah, and just be like, hey, Joe, make this shit. And you'd be like, okay. Man, He'll make one day. Um, Tim's favorite movie is any Fast and Furious movie except two. It's a, that's a very, <laughs> very solid answer. Mm-hmm. I would have gave a shout out to especially three. Well, yeah, three. but I mean, you'd like seven. Seven was top on your list last time we talked. No, so. it wasn't. You always get my list wrong. 89 Batman. Yep. Nailed it. 89 Batman. 89 Batman. That's what we were made. Yeah. It's the only thing that got me out of the 80s. I was, uh... I've never seen it. That movie came out on my birthday. Yeah? I got my mom to take me to see it, and there was a drive-by shooting at the movie theater while I was there. <laughs> oh, you sucks. mean Batman made an 89? Yes. Yeah, Michael, I was like, Michael I've Keaton. Never heard of 89. I was like, I thought it was Batman. some indie movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> 89 Batman? It's a bunch of guys right around the streets trying to clean them up. Not a bad idea. Came out the same time as Boys in the Hood. It is a really good movie. It was very good. Movie. I saw it. It's the only movie I've seen three times in the theaters. I mean, I just kept making my mom Titanic. take it back. Really? That's what I saw three times. Yeah. I saw I've it twice. It was a good date movie. I've seen a lot of movies multiple times. Charlie's Angels 2, Full Throttle. I saw, yeah. to- I saw Tommy Boy every day for two weeks. <laughs> what, is that the longest you've seen a movie? I think so, yeah. Like eight, I saw it like eight times. That's a good one. In a row. Yeah. Wait, Tommy Boy or Tommy? Tommy Boy. Okay. Not I'm Tommy. like, Tommy is a, that's a hard one to watch every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. 
the who's. Okay, let's move on to another one. Here's a harder one. Uh, mother's name, and then second category, mother's maiden name. Oh, oh shit. shit. That's I have no idea. This is going to be, oh shit, you probably shouldn't say it because it's like the answer to most questions on like every bank account. Or yeah, I'll say the first name. Maybe we don't talk about the name. If you do, ever use that as an answer. I can do the first name. <laughs> we'll just do first name. First name. Yeah, I don't know your mom's first name. Elena. Yeah, it's my mom's first name. Oh shit. Shout out to Anne Marie. Anne Marie, Anne Marie Gettys. I was gonna say yeah. Betty Ann, but that's no, Collins. Betty Ann's Collins. I wonder what Betty Ann's up to. How are we doing on second. score here? Yeah, it's yeah. four to seven. Four to seven. Tim's <laughs> fucking destroying me. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, yeah. destroy. I thought I was gonna do really well on this. I thought he was gonna destroy me, but. Would you say that you're not as good of a listener? Pro? No. Ah, yeah. I guess. Wait, did you hear the question? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? I would think I'm a pretty good listener, but I guess not. You just don't care enough. Probably, what is yeah, the excuse here? No, it's not that he doesn't care. It's that he he gets in his own head. I know you. I know you well when it comes to this stuff. You like to think about what you're saying as you're saying mm-hmm. it all the time, and then you just kind of keep. I going. do trip myself up, but I also yeah. think that my mom that that question specifically. If you've met my mother, she will you will remember my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh. She's very boisterous and. So you're saying Tim's mother is easily just forgettable. Tim's mother is a very lovely, lovely woman who only has nice things to say about me. My mom. Is the opposite about that. <laughs> bad things to say about me. Yeah. She's it like, out I brain. like that Nick whose name I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, now I feel bad. I gotta apologize to her mom. No, it's okay. okay. I appreciate Just it. Just never let her see this. Yeah. She watches our content. All right, do you have she any does. other? I think that was the last one we have on the list. No, I think, I think it's unless you have one that you wanna, you've come up with. No, I think that that concludes our game. So okay. you won. Yes. Seven to four. It wasn't yes. even really close. Oh, man. This was like, you have to there's a couple questionable ones in there. I just want everyone to know. Questionable ones? What do you mean? Well, I mean, his answers were oh. flip flopped a little Nick, bit. Nick, it doesn't matter if you would by an inch or a mile. Oh. Winning's winning. Okay. You know? <laughs> that's, the four, that's the fourth and last Fast and Furious reference. Trust me, it won't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a little bit of time. You can squeeze another one in. There you go. All right. Well, finally, all of the greatest stories end with happy endings. Mm, so, Tim and Nick, we'd like for you to each thank share you. something nice about the other. We call this segment Kiss and Makeup, mm. but if you would rather sub that out for some other form of affection. Like we can rub know. each other's beards. Yeah, all right. You know? Good job or whatever. That's, well, that, that's going to cool. I hear pulling think, to the left is the way you know. If That was our, our house band. Oh God, that's my husband. He's not supposed to be home till four. Get in the closet. That's a long wow. name. I, I don't think that's gonna fit on the bar billing. No. Uh, well, on the bright side, uh, that show got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> One day, man. We're gonna make it. Yeah, I think so. If you rub beers, will you like form a spark? How long would it take to rub them before you had a We'd spark? We'd have to rub pretty long. For no, I, mean, I thought you were going to go no, beard to beard. Oh, oh beard we're going to go beard to beard? Beard, beard, beard? I think that you can get more friction that way. <laughs> that's yeah, perfect. That's, that's hot. All that's right. a gift. You want to yeah. get in on this? I'm going to shit. I'm, I'm <laughs> shipping. No, but I'll be shipping this later. No, I think you should get in on I'm, this. I'm good. Those are San Francisco. No, I'm just like rubbing the side of your face on the side of my face. Powder, because we're in makeup. Like good, we're going to get like blemishes all that's over That's going to be a great thumbnail. Yeah, oh yeah. But the other part of the segment is you have to say something nice about the other. Something nice about the other. Like, mm. what's your favorite thing about the other? Um, you're really funny. Thank you. And I don't think that you appreciate yourself enough for that. 
You I go, think that it goes in waves. You know that you're funny, but you don't put it out there enough. Thank you. Yeah. And you're very charming. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Um, you're very smart, and you're very motivated and driven, and I appreciate those two things about you. Three things about you. <laughs> this, is, this is fine. I like this part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're really feeling good, right? This is the repair damages incurred section mm. of the podcast. Oh. This, this is very used to the fact you don't know anything about him. To be fair, I could just check Twitter. You got eventually all that information is going to go out <laughs> yeah. at some point. Just rewatch yeah. the podcast. The most exactly. important thing is the color blue. I got blue so. and Fast and Furious, though. So you can <clears> those are the heavy that. hitters. Those are the heavy hitters. Yeah. The most important thing. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on our show today. Thanks, thanks for, having for having us. And thanks for coming in uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can get the <laughs> All the way down from San Francisco. Kind of for just for slash store. Yeah, if you guys want some uh, Girl Scout cookies, we're also selling those outside. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it works for all occasions. There you go. Shortbreads. Samoas. Thank you so much for tuning into Relationship Goals. Thank you, Nick and Tim, for coming. Thank you very much. for revealing so much about your inner workings as mm-hmm. a couple. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having us <laughs> and allowing us to reveal those things. Anytime. Oh. Bye. Bye, Jeff. Mm-hmm.